Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students, and welcome to uh, man our second podcast coming from the Kinley house because we are officially quarantined, too, and uh, can't go to work right now, can't go to the office, but we can do stuff from here, praise the Lord, for technology stuff. So this is going to be so uncut, man, so raw, like, like right now my dog is right here uh, sitting on the couch, and you might hear my other one walk in, too. Um, so if dogs start barking, just deal with it, man. I might hit stop if it gets too bad, but we're going to roll through it. But hey, it's Wednesday morning, and I just want to give you an encouragement for tonight is our Wednesday night youth service. And uh, man, I, I can confidently say this is the most excited I've been for one of our services um, in a while. It uh, it really is. We recorded this service uh, earlier, and um, man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the, the Holy Spirit just moved such a powerful way and I'm praying tonight that the same would be true for you. So it's Worship Wednesday on our quarantine schedule and that means tonight we're going to be doing that. And so uh, man, come on out tonight, YouTube, 630. We want you to be a part and worship with us. Text your friends and be there. And also thank you to all y'all who jumped on last night, man, as we sang together and worship together on Instagram Live. Um, man, the feedback from that was awesome. And seeing all you guys jump on there with us was great. And so uh, be on the lookout. We're going to do another one Friday. We're going to start trying to do two of those a week where we just hang out together and just sing and worship. So if you can come with us, come hang out. But uh, every we're going to try to do it twice a week because last night was so cool. But today we're going to continue walking through the Psalms. And so my beautiful wife was with us yesterday, uh, but she's not here today. She's still at school teaching some stuff online and doing stuff like that. So it's just me now. But Psalm 73, uh, it's a little long. So what I want to do is I actually want to summarize um, the, the first 16 verses. That's my other dog, if you heard that. Uh, but my verse 16 verses, really what, what's happening is um, the psalmist looks around and basically he's asking this question. Okay, I'm living righteous. I'm trying to honor God and I'm kind of struggling I'm suffering. Maybe it sounds like First Peter where you suffer for doing good, right? And yet I'm looking around and I see wicked people who aren't trying to honor God with their lives. They're not trying to you know, serve Jesus or anything like that. And they're actually prospering in their life. So the psalmist is really confused. He's like, what's the point of living righteous? What's the point of living like Jesus if I don't see benefits for it now? That's kind of what he's asking. So maybe you've asked that question like, okay, I don't go out and party on Friday nights, or at least I don't go a lot. Uh, I don't get drunk. I don't smoke weed. I don't do all this stuff. I'm not having sex outside of marriage. I'm not doing any of that stuff. But yet I know people in my school who's doing that, and it seems like they're having a blast, and it seems like life's going really good. So why is it worth it for me to follow the word when it doesn't seem like anything else is happening? So that's kind of where the psalmist is at. So verse one through 16, man, it's a very just honest, genuine question that I think most of us maybe have asked at one point in our life. So look at what he says though when he gets to verse 16. He says this, but when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task until I went to the sanctuary of God. Then I discerned therein. And I'm telling you, some things are just resolved for us when I get in the presence of God. He said, until I went to the sanctuary of God. Look at what he says. He said, truly you set them in slippery places. You make them fall to ruin. How they are destroyed in a moment, swept away utterly by terrors, like a dream when one awakes. O Lord, when you rouse yourself, you despise them as phantoms. When my soul was embittered, when I was pricked in the heart, I was 
brutish and ignorant. I was like a beast towards you. So, so what's he saying? He says, man, they might be prospering for now. And right now, wicked people might seem like they're getting away with it. But ultimately, you cannot outrun the righteousness of God. The God's righteousness is always going to be enacted. So you can't outrun the righteousness of God. So, so although wicked people might seem like they're prospering now, ultimately that will not last forever. That's what the psalmist is saying. And look at how he ends this. He says, nevertheless, I'm continually with you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel. And afterwards you will receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth I desire besides you. I love this verse. He says, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who are far from you shall perish. You put an end to everyone who is unfaithful to you. But for me, it is good to be near God. I've made the Lord God my refuge that I may tell of all your works. So he says, I'm recognizing that wicked people will not prosper. I'm recognizing that, that judgment and righteousness will eventually catch up to them. So as for me, it is good to continually dwell in the presence of the Lord. As for me, it is good to continually be around the things of God. And, and I love how he says this at the end. He says, but as for me, it is good to be near God. So r- real quick as we close, how can you be near God in this season? Because you're not around other people. You can't be physically at church. Like, like how can you be near to God in this season. Well, just I think a few of these are just good and and you already know these. I'm just being a reminder to you today. But I wonder in a time of quarantine, maybe maybe we should uh maybe put pause on Netflix for a moment, put pause on the video games for a second. And I'm not saying those things are bad, man. Praise the Lord we have stuff like that cuz I'd be bored out of my mind right now if I were you, right? And so I'm glad we have those things as an outlet where we can have fun with it and play with friends online. I get that. But but maybe we could hit pause on that. We have so much time for those things now. Um those things are not going away. So so how can we be near to God. I, I thought of four things. Um, what one is is the word, man. It, it's the word, right? That's why we, we did the podcast before the quarantine ever even started. That's why we're doing this because we believe the word is an important part of your daily walk with Christ. And so, man, man never. Never has been a time where you could literally say the excuse. Uh, that sentence didn't make any sense at all. Forever you could say the excuse. I don't have time to get in God's word. You could make that excuse. Right now, you don't really have that excuse. I love what Genesis said last night. There's no excuse now for not being able to dive in. So man, read the word. Use these to help you understand the word. If you have questions, man, message us. Reach out to us. We wanna be able to help you walk in the word better. Uh, But the word is gonna be something that daily helps us walk with Jesus better and be near to God. So so how do I be near to God? Number one, get in the word. Um, Music is an amazing thing. Man, I'd encourage you, go, uh, this is a shameless plug right here, but I would go for uh, Shane and Shane, right? Uh, go, Go search Shane and Shane and go to their Psalms album where literally what they do is they sing the Psalms. They, they write down Psalms and they just sing it. So if you memorize one of those a week, guess what? You just memorized a Psalm basically. Uh, I love Psalm 46 from them, Psalm 34, and it helped me memorize those Psalms. So music can be an amazing way to draw you closer to the Lord. The word calls us to sing, so sing where you're at. Um, prayer is an amazing thing. Pray. We're, we're talking about tonight in our service how through Jesus we have access to the Father. So you, right now you might not be in church, but man, you can physically go to God in prayer. Man, go do that today. Pray to Him today. You can make that happen. Uh, and then finally, man, is being around other believers. And I know we're physically not able to be around one another right now, but through text, through stuff like this, through our Instagram lives, um, especially tonight through our YouTube service, through Zoom life groups on Sunday and through our live stream, man, man there's, there's three or four options right there that 
just really frankly give you and I no excuse not to be connected with one another. And so, man, even now in this time where we can't physically be together, let us not forsake gathering together with one another. And so I pray that your heart will be the same as the psalmist here, where he says, it is good for me to be near God. It's a good thing to be near God, students. And so incorporate and put things in your life that are gonna draw you near to him. And, and I'll just end you with this amazing encouragement. James 4.8 is an amazing verse. James 4.8 says, if we will draw near to God, he will draw near to us. So man, as you incorporate these things, as you do these things, as you commit yourself, as you devote yourself to these things, uh, man, I, I encourage you, draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. I love you and I cannot wait, cannot wait, cannot wait to worship with you tonight. I'd encourage you to read Ephesians chapter two. We're gonna be in Ephesians two verses 11 through 22 tonight. And so read that before our service. And uh, man, I can't wait to worship with you. I love you, I miss you. And uh, get in the word, pray, listen to worship music and surround yourself in any way you can with other believers today. I love you and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.